for your goodness that is running after us. We thank you, Lord God, because of your goodness. We will surrender all and follow you. Because your goodness leads men to repentance. Your goodness leads men to repentance. And we ask that the kind of goodness that will indeed make us to change our mind concerning you. May we witness that. In the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you for this service this morning. Thank you for the supply of your spirit. Thank you for the anointing to teach and to preach. The grace to comprehend. The power to do. Let your name alone be glorified. Thank you my father. In Jesus mighty name we are prayed. Please let's celebrate our God everybody. Hallelujah. And before you take your seat. Greet your neighbor warmly. Tell them we are happy to see them. Shake their hands. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Please don't approach church with religious mentality. You will not get much if you approach church with religion, religious mentality. Now, okay, church is where we go every Sunday morning. Uh, don't do that. Always, before you come to church, ask God, please speak to me. Are you hearing me? Ask God to speak to you. Ask God to guide you. Hallelujah. Uh, you know, a lot of you think that you are going through something unique. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. There is nothing unique under the heavens. Somebody has gone through it. Somebody has overcome it. Now, let me tell you something. Eh? There's a difference between Christianity and natural life. There's a difference between Christianity and professional advice. Listen to me. What Christianity does to you by your fellowship with God and the word of God, what it does to you is that it equips you to overcome your challenges. In Christ, we don't cope. We overcome. What professional life does to you is that it teaches you how to cope. What medical sciences do to you is that it helps you to cope. You have a condition, they give you a, a, a medication that will help you to cope. To take your blood pressure down. Not to cure it. To help you manage your blood sugar but not to cure it. God forbid that someone is diagnosed with a terrible disease. He only helps to elongate your life, not to remove it. Do you get what I'm saying right now? It is only in Christ that we live victorious life, that we overcome. Glory be to God forevermore. And so, when you come to church, don't just come to church casually. Come with the mentality of an overcomer. 
I'm coming here to be equipped so that I can overcome. Glory be to God forevermore. Hallelujah. So, and I trust God with you this morning that all of you will live overcoming lives in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You know, the psalmist said, he said, I will have been destroyed if not that I believe that I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Hallelujah. The scripture says in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14, he said, now thanks be unto God who always causes us to what? To triumph. Not, it doesn't cause us to cope. To triumph. Hallelujah. So a few weeks back, we started a teaching that we talked about the kind of prayer points we need to pray in order to, in order to have a successful life, right? The energy here is low this morning. I say amen. amen. I bet you think you are the only one that economy is affecting. <laughs> are you hearing me? I had to feel our cast the other day. I didn't like it at all. I spent a hundred and thirty-seven thousand naira to fit uh, okay two three cars, but they were not empty. It's not as if I fit empty cars. In fact, the third one I said no, no, just put thirty. Everything. My wife uses it all. <laughs> all. I don't go anywhere. I stay in my house. I don't like, those who really know me know that I don't like to go out. If I go out, it's a big sacrifice on my part to go out. Oh, my wife, oh, partner, if really, if Rodo, if really, if Rodo. And I don't know where she knows in Nigeria. Where is she going? Yeah, joko jeje. Okay, okay, let's go. It's, it's a praise worship song that uh, Panam. <laughs> Panam wrote that song. <laughs> a, a, a few years back. A few years back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Actually, it was written by Bobby. Bobby it was written by Bobby Benson in 1960. Can't remember. It was you know. All of you, you know, you you don't know any. You know, you just listen to song everything. Let's go. Let's go. It was written by High Life. You know, it was a High Life song. Sorry, it was. I say by Life. It was a High Life, well composed song. You know. No. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. <laughs> so, you have to encourage me this morning and behave as if the word is blessing you. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. So that <laughs> because the economy is affecting everybody, but we thank God we are victorious in Jesus' name. <laughs> so, we started a few weeks back and we talked, uh, we started talking about. The kind of prayer points we as Christians need to pray in order for us to experience 
a successful life. Glory be to God forevermore. We started by reading the book of Jude chapter 1 verse 20. That when you pray, our life rises like an edifice. If you read it from Amplified, it said your life rises like an edifice. Bible talk, talk about building yourself on your most holy faith. You know, so that's what happens to you when you pray, you know, in the Holy Ghost. And we say it's not just praying amiss in the Holy Ghost. There are a number of prayer points that a Christian needs to focus on in order to have a bright life, have a bright future. We say, number one, we should pray that God will bless you indeed. You know, look at me. Now, I'm complaining about 130-something thousand that I spent on food. Some people use that to drink beer one night. And they are not, they are not complaining. Mm, they are not complaining. Are you hearing me? You know, no, I, 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 I've told you the story of one guy that drank. <laughs> see, see my, my nephew came in. You know what he did? You know, before he sat down, he now took a look at me to say, <laughs> so don't call me, I'm troubling me again. <laughs> Crazy boy. Okay, let's go. <laughs> you know, you know, how somebody took, took, took wine of two point something million and he said, no, this one doesn't taste well. Can you bring another one? You, know, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> See the way Pastor Fumidi? Hmm. <laughs> you know what you need to do? You pray that God will bless you indeed. Yeah. When I know that we have been blessed with such spiritual blessings in heavenly places. You must track it. You must trap it. You must appropriate it. I must become manifest in your life in Jesus' mighty name. Yeah. Hallelujah. Then we also said, another prayer point that's good for you is that you pray that what? You may, may you be acceptable. No matter the kind of money you have, if you are not acceptable, you live a lonely life. You know, and we say you pray also that you walk in the fullness of the will of God. Because at the end of it all, after all said and done, after we have been blessed, after we have been accepted, may we walk in the center of God's will. Because God will not judge you or will not reward you based on the good life you lead. He will not judge you on the car you drove. He will not judge you on the kind of house you live. He will not reward you for that. He will reward you for walking in his will. Please, let me tell you, it's not every good deed that attracts eternal reward. God can bless you for it. God can thank you for it. God can appreciate you for it. But eternal reward is, that's why the Bible says, every man's work shall be tested. Now, when the Bible says every man's work shall be tested, you know that if it's an evil work, it doesn't even stand a test. It won't be presented for a test. So, it's in regard of all good works. The Bible says every man's work shall be tested. It says only the one that stands will attract a reward. This is what I'm trying to say. There is no point being a geography student. And because you are very good in economics, but you didn't, you didn't register for economics, you went and sat for economics exam. It, it will not lead you anywhere. Glory be to God forevermore. So we say, you pray that we, 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 we will, do you know, if you scored 40, 40 something, 40, in geography that you register for, it's more rewarding than to score 70 in economics that you didn't register for. They will not even record it for you. Because you are, not a, you are not a candidate in that exam. Wasted effort. So that we may be stand perfect and complete in the will of God. Say amen to that. Yeah. And after that, we said another one powerful prayer point we need to pray. Please pray constantly that God will give you revelation in the word of God. A 
lot of people are troubled up and down in this life, restless. Why? No revelation from the word of God. Any small dream, hey, fasting has started. Any small thing, they, they, they are troubled because they don't know who they are by the reason of knowing who they are in the word of God. Hallelujah. And then, we also talked about walking in wisdom. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7. Let's take off quickly. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7. Wisdom is what? The principal thing. Therefore do what? Get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get what? Understanding. As you pray to get, to get this, to get that, to get acceptance, to get blessed, blessed indeed, also pray that in all you're getting, that you get wisdom. Say amen to that. Amen. And I told you reasons why we, we pray for wisdom, right? I, I don't want to do much, too much review. It's taking time. Because we say wisdom is a spirit, remember? It's not light in classrooms. So you have to pray for it. Wisdom is a spirit. Bible talks about the spirit of wisdom and revelation. So you have to pray for it. We also said wisdom, when wisdom shows up, it doesn't show up alone. It comes with others. Wisdom makes you make progress. Glory be to God forevermore. Yes. It helps you make decisions in life. Hallelujah. Amen. But let me read, I, but I want to read, there's a scripture we, we read that time. Go, go, go to the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 11 and 12. I just want to read something there, and I will key to what we have today, and then we'll take off from there, okay? Look at what it says here. It says, wisdom is what? Good. We what? An inheritance. And profitable to those who who see the sun. For wisdom is a defense, and money is a defense. But the excellence of knowledge is that what wisdom gives life to those who what who have it. Go back to verse eleven. It says, "Wisdom is good with what with inheritance." It says, "By it there is what there is profit for those who are under the sun." Say amen to that. Amen. I want to. I want. I needed to read this place because I want to say something this morning. To everybody here, if your father is not rich, if your parents are not rich, they don't own assets, that means you must build one. Listen to me. I am challenging every one of you to have that because I see being blessed is beyond wearing good clothes. I want to challenge you because life is seasonal. There are things that when, when doors open for you and things are just falling in place, you will think that you got, you got it made. That time, dig down. Deep down. Invest. Are you hearing me? Invest. I'm saying this because I know by the Spirit of the living God that God will visit some of you very soon. Amen. So I'm challenging you what to do with money. In fact, I'm going to get there later. Because it's, it's one of the areas you are going to believe of wisdom. But listen to me. If your parents don't own assets, you owe it to your, you owe it to the next generation for you to bequeath to them an inheritance. Bible says a good man leaves an inheritance for the children, children. So you must. So if your parents didn't do that, you must do that. So you have an assignment. You don't have time to waste. You must leave inheritance for your children, children. Now, this is the second part of it. That is where the scripture becomes relevant. Wisdom is good with inheritance. In case you inherited something, it is incumbent on you to multiply it. That's where wisdom comes in now. Some of you don't have any inheritance. You must build one. And in case you, don't, in case you inherited one, you must multiply it. 
if you pass what was passed to you to the next generation, you have failed. Is somebody hearing me right now? If the next what you pass to the next generation is what you inherited for your father and you didn't add value, you have failed. If you inherited your father's business without building it and take it to the next level, you have failed. That is where foolishness comes in. Some people, their father will give them a successful business, they will start eating it, they will eat it till he dies. I can point to a number of my friends who did that. We don't give children money, we give them wisdom. That's why the Bible says, wisdom is good with what? With an inheritance. Because it's wisdom that will help you to multiply your inheritance. Glory be to God forevermore. And the way, you know why, why, why many of you are looking lost? Because you are, you are too caught up with survivor. You are too caught up with survivor, you are not thinking next generation. Glory be to God forevermore. You are too caught up with survivor. So this is what I, I needed to read that for some of you this morning. And Listen to me. Even if some of you here right now are not even keying in, somebody online will key into this. Somebody online will hear what I'm saying. And they will say, thank God I hide this. Because once you assess the inheritance you have, you, you have, you, that has been given to you, bequeathed to you, and you see that the value is going down, you need to wake up. You have been eating. You are not just, you are not multiplying. Glory be to God forevermore. Amen. Tell your neighbor, say, tell them wisdom, wisdom is good with our inheritance. What, no matter what, eh, even if it's a position that this company was at this level when it was given to you or when you became the MD, if by the time you are going at the end of your tenure, the company has not moved here, you are failed also. Wisdom is good with what? With what? An inheritance. For by it, there is profit for those who live under the sun. Say amen to that. And then, we said, there are certain areas we need to believe God for for wisdom, right? We said, number one, you must get it right from the beginning, right? Uh, We said, number two, in case you don't get it right from the beginning, what do you do? We also said that, right? So, today, I want to quickly share something with you. I have but let me mention many points more so that you don't hold me down in case I just cut it off. Glory be to God forevermore. Another area you need to believe God for wisdom is this. You need to believe God for wisdom in your walk with God. It may not be the right pronunciation, but what I meant is W-A-L-K. Not W-O-R-K. Your work with God. Uh, your work no, no, no. It can't be your work. That's Ghanaian. Your work. That's British pronunciation. It's not Nigerian. Your work. They speak all their words. It fills their mouth. We, we have to decide part of our mouth for young, for other things. Anyway, glory be to God forevermore. That is a strategy of, of colonization. Mm-hmm. You have to speak some of this language. What is wrong with us preaching in our own world, our own language? But if I do that right now, nobody will understand what I'm saying. Praise God. Your word with God. Hallelujah. 
I don't want to belabor this. Hmm? I don't want to go into, because I'm not talking about work with God per se. It's just the wisdom in it. You know, we always read that Abraham, uh, Enoch walked with God, right? Aha, uh-huh. you know, Genesis chapter 5, verse 21 to 24. And then we read it from Hebrews 11. We read that Enoch walked with God. Okay? Enoch was, was not the only one who walked with God. You hear me? Abraham walked with God. God even told him, What before me, I'm be that perfect. When the servant that he sent to go and get wife for Isaac was talking about his, about his master, he said, my master told me to go and get wife for my son. And he made me to swear. And I swore. And when I told him, perhaps the lady wouldn't come, he said, my master says, told me that before God whom I walked will guide you. I think that must be like Genesis 26 and verse 40. Genesis 24, verse 40 or thereabout. Okay? He said, he said, he said Abraham referred to, he said, God, God before whom I walked. Glory be to God forevermore. You know? Yeah. He says, but he said to me, the Lord before whom what? I walked. So, it's, other people walk with God. You know when Isaac, sorry, when Jacob was praying for the sons of Joseph, you know what he said? He said, I commit these children Ephraim and Manasseh to God, remember? To God. He said, the God of my fathers, before whom Abraham and Isaac, my forefathers, walked. So it wasn't only Abraham that walked with God. Isaac also walked with God. Other people walked with God. But this is where I'm going with it. Please don't let anybody terrify you that they have a walk with God. Your your walk with God will be proved by your result. Never forget that. That is how a war with God is proved. That your works are done in light, they are done in righteousness, and you have benefited humanity. You know what Jesus said? He said, if you abide in me, and I abide in you, you will be fruitful. He says, any, any brand that abides in me that is not fruitful, is be, be cast forth. The only way that you know you are abiding in Christ is that you'll be fruitful and your fruit will abide. You will live a, you will lead a fruitful life. Do you get what I'm trying to say right now? So I want to challenge everybody you to everybody here today. Please, I don't want your Christianity to end with tongues. There's no wisdom in that at all. There's no wisdom in that at all. And I, I, I have concerns. I don't want to say I am afraid. I don't like to use the word I'm afraid. I have concerns. We are Christians use tongues as if they are as if to be drunk, to numb every pain. Sometimes, after we are spoken in tongues, bring out Bible and paper. We are talking about leading a productive life now. Glory be to God forevermore. Write these three things down, please, quickly. I'm talking about your work with God. You must apply wisdom in your work with God. Because let me tell you something, brothers and sisters. As far as the spirit is concerned, the spirit is always willing. Bible says, but the flesh is weak. Listen to me. If you want to pray 24 hours a day, the spirit of God will, will allow you. The spirit is always willing. If you want to read your Bible 24 hours a day, Holy Spirit will not stop you. The spirit is always willing. Are you hearing me? But it's incumbent on you now to portion your life. 
Your work with God must be productive. Don't forget what James said. James said, you said you have faith. He said, I thank God for your life. He said, show me your faith by your works. If you want to say that you have a work with God, it must become evident in your results. Kai, am I getting across to anybody here this morning? So, a lot of people, uh, a lot of my uh, pastor friends, they sneer at me, they call me, they, tell, they say this. I say, you guys, are you not a pastor? I'm a pastor. I stay with people. I live with people. I know the difference between a man who claims to be spiritual and a man who's getting results. You train all these young men to be fasting and be praying. Don't you think it's better for you to teach them how to do plumbing? I can't see you converting tongues to food. You don't convert tongues to cars. I am not advocating lack of spirituality. I'm advocating productive spirituality. Don't you think these young men will do better if you teach them electrician or electricity? I don't know which one. Electrical works. Don't you think they will do better if they learn sewing? Don't you think these young people will do better if they learn hairdressing? And they learn to be a chef? And they learn, are you hearing me? How to do internet marketing? Now, fasting. And then we, we pray all night. Everybody wakes up again. Do, go, go, do, wake up to hunger. I know what I'm saying. Your Christianity must be productive. Well, what is the use? You come to me and tell me, brother, I've not eaten. I say, may the Lord feed you. Without feed you, you know what will make me productive? I put my hand in my pocket and drop my paws. I say, take, go and eat. I'll be more productive than a prayerful person. Glory be to God forevermore. So please, your word with God must lead to productivity. More little result. Listen to me. Write this thing down. When we talk about work with God, eh? I just want to get something there. Eh? They are talking about three basic things. And that three, those three basic things, you must convert it. Number one, when we talk about, about, about work with God, we are talking about working by, with God by faith. Faith. When we talk about working with God, do, please, I, I'm tired of, of pseudo-spiritualism. Spiritualism, whatever you want to call it. We are by somebody just like this. Be looking at me, look at me and uh, like, like this. I said, What is happening? Hey, the guy has faith. You don't have faith, you are quiet. <laughs> you are not spiritual, you are quiet. There are people who are, who are, who are, who are quiet, they are just meditating on evil. Yeah. Don't deceive me. Glory be to God forevermore. Yeah. I said, Number one, when we say walk by, 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 by what? By faith, it means number one. No, sorry, when we say we work with God, it means you are working by faith. That's what it means. Number one thing it means. Right in front of you, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. That's what it means. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. Let's read it together. One, two, go. Read it together. For we walk by faith and not by. That is number one way to know. I know you are working by, with God. Because I know faith has the capacity to turn negative things to positive things for you. 
That means in life, eh, as you are going about fulfilling your purpose, your assignment, making your life productive, challenges will come. But in, the, in, in, in those challenges, you don't cower and run back. You overcome it by faith. So that is why one way that faith is relevant to a productive Christian walk with God. Hallelujah. Number two, when we talk about walking with God, we are talking about walking in the spirit. Walking in the spirit. Hallelujah. Walking in the spirit. Romans chapter 8 verse 1. Bible says, for there is therefore now no condemnation. Will show it quickly? Romans chapter 8 verse 1. What? There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Who do not walk according to the flavor what? To the spirit. Walking in the spirit. Are you hearing me? Sir. So, no, I'm not. Everything I'm saying is practical. I've told you how faith is related. Right? I make you look productive. How does walking in the spirit make you related? Look, believe me, brothers and sisters. It's not every job that after you do it, you will make money. If you are not careful, you can spend a whole year wasting your time. It's not every offer you will take because you are walking by spirit. And it's not every relationship you accept because you are walking by spirit. It's not even every money that comes to your hand that you will spend because you are walking by spirit. Money will come, God, God will say, keep this money. You know why? Because that money that came to your hand, you call 10 million, has a potential in it to become 100 million. And when you spend that 10 million, when the opportunity to make that 100 million comes, you will not do it. It will not happen. Why? Because you are not walking in the spirit. So you can see how we convert our world we go right now to a productive life. Between him and her, they are both good. But the, see, listen, listen to me. Decisions are not made between good and bad. For you to be deciding between good and bad, it means you are foolish. Don't you know you are, you are not to choose bad? You don't choose between good and bad. That's not a, it's not a test. The real test is to choose between good and good. That is the real test. Choosing between good and bad, that is, does that make sense? They put rice and a, a bucket of rice and a bucket of shit. Sorry, pardon me, my language. They are saying, I'm praying. I don't know which one to shoot. To, to shoot. Are you. Are you. Yeah, are you the man I know behind my house who used to do. Ah! You know. No, <laughs> you know. But if they put, are you hearing me? Rice and vegetable, you are not thinking. Depending on your age. I think my age will choose vegetable. Young people choose rice. You are still running around. So it's the choice between meat and fish. They are good. Between pizza and, and, and ice cream. They are both bad choices. Uh-huh, between tilapia and croaker. So you are choosing. Are you hearing me? It's between good and good. Both of them are good. But if I spend my time, if I take on this one on board and I take her on board, at the end of the day, which one will be more productive? Both are good. Do you get what I'm trying to say right now? That is retail. So it's not how do the sound that right now? It's the spirit. Two job offers. Both of them look promising. Which one will not finish at the end of two years? And you have to go back to square one. In beginning, 
they all look good, but only God. Being led by the Spirit can help you with that one. So you can see right now what we are talking about right now. How to convert that right now to a productive life. Glory be to God forevermore. Number three. Number three, when I talk about fear of God, how to use that, how to, oh, sorry, I already mentioned it, how to use your work with God. To, you know, number three, it means to work with God in the fear of God. Mm, work with God with fear. A lot of young people don't respect God. It will ruin you. They don't fear God. Mm. You have a girlfriend inside church, you will be sleeping with people, you will no remorse. No, 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 no. It will ruin you. I am telling Hey, yeah, yeah. Let me warn you, eh? Nobody can mock God successfully. Can I repeat myself here? Nobody can successfully mock God. Bible says, God is not mocked. That means you can pretend as if you are mocking God. It cannot be mocked. You are not happy with me. Let me go to that side. Nobody can mock God successfully. He said, if I go under the sea, he sees me. He said, in fact, the one that fear me pass is this one. He says, why I am far off, he knows my thoughts. Uh, he just, he just knows, as you are calculating, he is just laughing as he has started again. If you don't have the fear of God, it will truncate you. It will stop your movement in life. Acts chapter 9 verse 31. Okay. I don't want these teachings to go too on too long. And my time is almost gone for today. But I hope you got something today, right? When we talk about what you must apply wisdom working with God. So, when, so that's what that's the problem with a lot of Christians. They are working with God. We say I'm working with God, they are Christian, they're speaking in tongues, they attend prayer meetings, they come for fellowship, they do all that stuff. After you leave church, do you walk by faith? Or you talk the way everybody talks. Look, your coming to church will not mark, will not be your credit. If you don't apply those teachings to your life and you are talking like ah, country hard, everybody will die. They just finished church. And you are wondering how you will break through and you break out. Even if your boss, whom you respect, is talking like that, and is talking and he expects you to give voice of support, just, just tell your boss, Oga, God is in control. Yes. Nobody can fault God is in control. Yes. He said, Ah, this are hard. Nobody can survive. They, I mean, what do you think, boss Jay? I say, Ah, Oga, I agree. No, you don't agree. You don't agree. Because Bible says, Don't say agreement. When people say agreement, don't, don't affiliate yourself with them. Say, oh, God, God is in control. God, God, God will see us through, sir. Are you hearing me? Because when you're telling that, oh, God, I'm coming out on top, you might not understand. You may think that you are being boastful. Say, don't worry. God, God, God will see us through. Our life is spent on him. He will never fail us, sir. Abi, is that too much to say? Wisdom is profitable to direct. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, you finished from church? You don't, you, you don't, work, by, you don't work by the Spirit. Every, you are open to every idea. 
Everything is good to you. Glory be to God forevermore. Number three, act chapter walk in the fear of God. It will help you. Acts chapter 9, verse 31. Thank you. I already said it. Then the churches through all what? Judea and Galilee and Samaria had what? Peace and were edified. Look at the next line. And walking what? In the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. What happened? They were multiplied. Brothers and sisters, if you will learn to combine comfort of the Spirit with the fear of God, you will multiply. You will multiply. You know what sin does to you? It does your spirituality. It makes you numb. Maybe one of these midweek services in October or September, I don't know. You know, I will start a series. How to test your spiritual fitness. Oh, we are not spiritually fit. Not fit. Let me ask some of you: How full was your joy to come to church this morning? It's one of the tests of fitness. If you have to drag yourself, drag yourself. Oh, I am going to church again. Oh God, <laughs> you are not fit. Hallelujah. Because the real fitness that I was glad when they said, let us go to the house of the Lord. If you are glad about going to the house of the Lord, then you are spiritually fit. You know when a fit man is jogging and you go and join, join them, it's like you want to die. They are going, you say, ah, they're going. It's like walking with my wife. They were born to walk. You just be going, fe, 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 ah. I said, Sha, I will join you. <laughs> I'm not waiting for that. I can't blame her. I am not fit. Are you hearing me? It's not her fault. That means no fit. <laughs> I don't say that means no fit. I said that means no fit. And that's some, some of you. When, when you see your friends going to church, your wife getting ready to go to church, or your children getting ready to go to church. Ah, what is that? Are you the one that killed Jesus? You are the one that is not fit. In fact, you know well. <laughs> you are the. <laughs> are you hearing me? You are disturbing these ladies from serving God. What, what is all this gragra about? You, 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 you know fit, you know well. <laughs> Hallelujah. Encourage them, not that they are interested. Yes, not that your children are interested in God. Encourage them. Because light is passing. Darkness is coming. I am begging you. Now they have light, let them walk in the light. It's what some of them ate now that will win them survive in the future. Encourage them. Encourage them. I know what I'm talking about. The devil doesn't have a one-year plan. He has a lifetime plan. We are the one that is short-sighted. He is not short-sighted. He will wait for 25 years to carry out a plan. Glory be to God forever, man. 
How do you tell if you have got a productive life? Listen to me. There is nobody who fears God that God will tell, don't do this, that will do it. In fact, there's no plan, nothing you will do without asking him first. We don't do things because they seem good to us. Does it seem good to him? Listen to me. All these manipulations and all these thoughts that are going on in our mind. And we wake up from sleeping and we go wake up in the morning to go and carry it out. You don't fear God. Evil thoughts come to everybody. But when you think about it, how will this impact my brother? How will the kingdom of God benefit? If at the end of the day, who wins, Satan or God? Out of my fear for God, I will not do it. Nobody was there with Joseph and Potiphar's wife. But they said, how can I do this and sin against God? So when God becomes the priority, you truly fear him. It may be costly initially. Scow, see, see these children. Did, did I offend you this morning? All of them are looking lost, man. It's like you are in Potiphar's palace. <laughs> Hallelujah. Kai, this is a serious one this morning, right? And I have a long journey to go. Honestly, a long journey to go. And I finished. I, that we've talked about in the area to exercise, exercise what? Wisdom. We said about get it right from the beginning. Yes. Number two, if you got it wrong, what do you do? Yes. We're there number three right now in your walk with God. I've not, I, 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 I diverted. It's still there. It's, I put in number seven or number eight. But we're not getting there. <laughs> I mean, you want us to get there, Abby? Yes. Wow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me round up with Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. So we put all these things together and you now see how it works. Colossians chapter 1, verses 9 and 10. May your work with God be productive. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, all this prayer that they pray in Yoruba churches, they are, they are, they, they, they are not relevant. They, uh, this prayer, ah, Father, don't let me be ashamed. Don't let people ask, what, have I, what has my service? Uh, um, uh, ask, where's my God? Your God is not lost? Uh, people ask, where's your God? Your God is not lost? You are the one that know, you don't know how to bring him on the scene. Uh, he said, uh, uh, they were asking me, what, what have I brought back from the house of God? Something like that. What are, no, no, no. It's not, it's not God, all those things. How are you turning your work with him to a productive lifestyle? And you, and, you know, and you know the funny thing? Because some of us are so spiritual and so tongue-talking, we look down on other people who are not so spiritual. You know where, the, where that one is dangerous? It's, it could be 10 years' time. When all you have, two jackets and tongue. And you are staying with your brother, leaving Scotty. And your friend, who was not so spiritual, 
now has so when pastor want to now choose building committee they will choose him they will not choose you because tongues don't build <laughs> and you don't get angry I am coming to you this morning like a prophet. I have been a Christian for the better past of 45 years. For nearly 45. So I know what works. Don't be like one of my friends that gave his life to Christ after many years. He said, when they ask, what's happening? He said, I know my problem. He said, my problem is Jesus. He said, the only of this problem I have is Jesus. He said, I know what I'm doing. Jesus. You know why? He was comparing his life with his believers, unbeliever friends who have made progress. He didn't know that he could have made better progress with Christ if he knew what to do. For that's why I said, I said he could have done better than his friends if he knew what to do. All the pit holes that bring men down, you will avoid them as a Christian. Glory be to God forevermore. Yeah. Let's go this morning. Colossians chapter 1. If you are happy and you know it, say amen. amen. And you are happy and you know it, say amen. amen. And you are happy and you know it. I really want to show it that you are happy and you know it, say amen. Amen. You are not very happy. I was looking at you. <laughs> she was with, she was waiting for me to trick. So you say what a trick? Uh, so you are, let me listen. But by that time she missed the amen. <laughs> Glory be to God forevermore. You know what? I wish somebody told me this. The first year I gave my life to Christ, all I was doing was attending crusades. Conferences. And conventions. No, what God will do is that if, because your heart is sincere, He will help you. But He will get to a point that He expects you to wake up. I ask young men these days, they are just talking, talking, everything. What career do you want to follow? You know, God will direct you. No, you will choose one first. If it's not the one, He will block you. But to me, to wait somewhere and be saying, Oh God, when you show me, He will not show you anything. He will show. Point, we show you part of our life. That's what you've been saying. You've been saying nonsense. Life is spiritual, but life is also lived with wisdom. Glory be to God forevermore. Colossians chapter 1, verse 9. I didn't did 9, 9 and 10 as I go this morning. Are you happy you came this morning? He said, For this reason, listen to this. For this reason, since the day we had of it, we had of your faith. We're talking about their faith, okay? We do not cease to what? To pray for you. Since the way we heard that you, are, you gave your life to Christ, we do not cease to pray for you. Why? Look at this, is connected to prayer. That's why I'm going. We're talking about kind of prayer we need to pray to be successful, right? And to ask, listen to this, that God, we what? That you may be filled with what? With the knowledge of his what? Of his will in all wisdom and spiritual 
What did I say we should pray for before? We should pray that we stand perfect and completely not the will of God, right? But say it's not just that. Even, even when you are in the will of God, may you do it in all wisdom. And spiritual understanding. To know why does God want me to do this? Because without spiritual understanding, some of you will just throw in the towel when things get hard. But when you understand the purpose behind what you are, why you are doing what you are doing, it builds endurance in you. Because you, if you don't see the throne, when people challenge you here, yeah, you give up. But you, if you have a spiritual understanding that it's a throne, my God, you will stay. Who for the joy that was set before for him? That was spiritual understanding. Jesus saw our salvation and my salvation. He endured. Do you, see, do you see what I'm talking about right now? So, spiritual understanding brings endurance. But go on. Spiritual understanding. Look, look, verse 10, Asarando. Listen to this word. That you may do what? Walk worthy. What, what I was talking about, about today? Walking with the Lord. Bible says, when you walk in spiritual understanding and wisdom, you will do what? You will walk worthy of the Lord. You will fully what? Be pleasing to him. Look at the next line. You will be what? Fruitful in every good work. That's what I'm trying to say. Spirituality, working with God, will eventually lead to fruitfulness in every good work. If your work with God cannot be converted to fruitfulness or a fruitful life, it's not a good work with God. Do you get what I'm trying to say this morning? So I challenge everybody, everyone of you today. May you wake up to good works. May you wake up to a fruitful life. Shake any lackadaisical attitude. Shake it. If your life is at the same level where it was last year, rebel against it. You know what? Can I give you one trick today? Just a, a little trick, and I will leave. I will leave off. Let me just one trick. I know my time is fast, but in fact, we are supposed to be closing right now. Let me give you one trick in life. Hmm? If what you admire, hmm? a fruitful life that you admire, is in Edda Matthew, hmm? find any way, which way, to connect with him. I'm telling you. Those who practice agriculture, they know what I'm talking about. There's something called grafting. If what you admire in life is her, you just want your life to be productive, find a way to connect. Lot was not called. Abraham was called. The connection made life, made, made Lot too become productive, become productive. You get what I'm trying to say? Now? Find a way. Just find any way. Before you know it, that dry leaf will begin to look fresh like the stem that it was attached to. I pray for you today. That may the hand of the Almighty God rest upon you. I pray for every one of you today. That this thing we are talking about may it be your reality. May you live productive lives. Amen. A life that will bring glory to God. Amen. May your Christian experience be a testimony to others. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Tell yourself, say this after me. Say, I am wise. I am wise. 
I am productive. I work with God and I live a fruitful life. I am wise. I am productive. I work with God and I live a fruitful life. In Jesus' name. Say with me one more time. I am wise. I am productive. I work with God and I live a productive life. A, fru a fruitful, fruitful life. In Jesus' name. Amen. My King and my God, I give you praise this morning. Thank you. That our lives, five years, ten years, twenty years, thirty years from now, will be full of fruits. Fruit of faith. Fruit of the Spirit. Fruit of the fear of the Lord. Amen. As we become blessings to generations. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We give you praise and we honor you this morning. In Jesus mighty name we are prayed. Amen. Are you happy you came to church this morning? Let's celebrate our God everybody. Hallelujah. Step out of the nest, spread your wings and soar, surrender. Epignosis, concise knowledge.